0: It's I on Real Estate on AM 970.
1: The answer.
2: Good morning, everyone. I'm Dottie Herman, of course, and of course, welcome to Iron Real Estate. As you most likely know, we've been on for a while. So, we cover everything real estate across the country, and of course, it's hot, and you know, there's a lot of different predictions now which are going on. You know, everyone's like, oh, will we be in a recession? We are in a recession, we're not in a recession, but I can tell you there's still a very big demand. So we'll talk about that. I have a very special guest and a friend. She is the queen of Broadway, Wendy Fetterman. She's an 11-time Tony Award winner, um, producer, and 18 Drama League Awards, and the producer of over 90 Broadway shows. Wendy will give us the latest update on Broadway and what she is currently working on. And of course, we'll be joined at the beginning of our second hour by the show's resident legal expert. Attorney Stephen Everett, a partner at the prestigious Kesson & Kesson. Okay, so of course if you have any questions along the way, feel free to call at 866 970 Okay, that's 866-970-9622. Iron Real Estate is sponsored by Citizens Bank, the place to go for a mortgage or just to get mortgage information. So you should check out their website at citizensbank.com. Or call them at 800-922-9999. I guess I've just told you this before, but Citizens Bank has name Citizens because the bank was founded to help citizens, regular people like you and me, and big corporations too, but they really represent everyone. Last year, Citizens was the third largest lender in the Northeast. You can easily find more information at citizensbank.com. We'll call them 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Now, it's my pleasure to introduce my longtime co-host and friend for the first hour of the show, the Senior Vice President and Director of Strategic Sales at Citizens Bank, my friend and colleague, Ace Lundqvist. Good morning, Ace. Weekend. I know. Well... It doesn't look like the weather is great, but I'll tell you the truth, as long as it's not raining.
3: That's it. That's it. It was right? raining a little bit last night, Dottie. You know, I was out and about in the city um, having dinner, and, um, you know, it was a little bit slow due to the uh, oh, no, rain, it, but I it think did. it's because so to the left, you know?
2: No, yeah. Um, I, it was torrential. I was out in the Hamptons, and it was torrential. Yeah. All of a sudden, it just... Yep. But, you know what? There's still an excitement and energy in the air, and you know I think to myself, you know, if you didn't have seasons, you wouldn't really appreciate it. like Memorial Day, like marks the beginning of the summer. Of the summer. That's right. And it's like kind of, kind of tradition. I want to take a second before we start our show, and I just want to say that, of course, the world is shaken the senseless tragedy that happened in Texas, and um, we just want everyone to know our thoughts and prayers are with the families and the victims and the the entire community. Just, um, I don't even, it's hard for me to even talk about it, but our prayers are with everyone. Um, Horrible, horrible, horrible thing, and I can't even think of that. But today marks Memorial Day, and Just to give you a little history of Memorial Day, it was originally known as Declaration Day, and it was a federal holiday in the United States, and it was for mourning the U.S. military personnel who have died while serving the United States Armed Forces. It is observed on the last Monday of May, and it was formally observed on May 30th from 1868 to 1970. And on Memorial Day, many people visit cemeteries and memorials to honor and one those who died while serving the U.S. military. Many um, go to the national cemeteries. And many cities and people have claimed to have first celebrated this event in 1868. So the World War has turned into a generalized day of remembrance. Instead of just for the Civil War, Congress standardized the holiday as Memorial Day and changed its observance observance, to the last Monday in May. And I just saw this little quote, I have to read it. Remember, our flag does not fly because the wind keeps it up. It flies with the last breath of each person who died protecting it. And so even, let's never forget all the people that defended our country and made it what it is today. How's that? So Apes, What's going on in the mortgage? I I mean, like, Uh I'm reading, you know, I I do think paper's like a little drama, but I'm reading, oh, people can't afford it. The mortgage companies are going to get stuck with it. And I don't see it the same way. What are you seeing uh, demand? What are you seeing as far as the next year or so in the market? What are you seeing there?
3: Definitely, Dottie. The uh, demand is still there. Um, obviously, there's inventory challenges, so uh, there continues to be tremendous, tremendous activity. And um, you know, look, the the bottom line is when you have uh, rates that were in the three percent rate about two months ago, uh, two, t- two and a half months ago, and now you're seeing rates in the five and a half, five point six to five percent range. The, it's going to take a sort of um, psychological effect on you as a buyer, right? When you see your payment going up by forty percent, but um, in all honesty, Dottie, you know, there's still a very, very um, sort of robust market of buyers out there. They're still looking to buy. And, you know, in times like this, you just you just get a little bit more creative in terms of just making um, the buyers feel a little bit more comfortable in, in their monthly payment. I always tend to stay away from rates. It's really about what their comfort yeah. level is on their monthly payments, right, Dottie? And and you just you have always to
2: really. Said that, look he said,
3: at, it's not, always, always. It's what, said.
2: How, you know, what are you comfortable with? Because maybe somebody's willing to sacrifice never going out, but somebody else isn't. So, I, you know, that's, I think that was that. And you've always said that. And that's, that's so right. true.
3: And, and, and And, you know, I was actually um, with a couple of realtors last week. And uh, this Tuesday, I'll be speaking in Brooklyn um, in, front, in, in front of like 200 realtors, just really. Uh, talking to them because Brooklyn is on fire, Dottie, right? And and they want to, what's going on with the marketplace? How do we educate our our clients and, and things of that nature? So, you know, we're really talking about if you're a seller in this marketplace and you saw your next door neighbor sell their house or their apartment for a certain price point, and you're wondering why you can't get that price point, it's because you have to remember that the contract was probably signed about two to three months ago. And then they recently just closed. So, you know, for for those sellers that are that are wondering, well, my next door neighbor just sold their apartment for let's just say I'm just throwing a a number for two point eight million. How come my my price point at two point eight is staying on the market a little bit longer? It's because the market's shifted a little bit, Dottie, where the buyers are just (laughs) a little bit more hesitant to pay that price point. But
2: I did a little homework, and I mean, obviously, we're in the market, and we have a feel, and then, of course, I looked up what the experts at Zillow say, and, and, um, you know, the pandemic, you know, made a boom, which has seen U.S. prices, home prices across the country go up by 19.8%, which is like a totally huge number, and, you know, the, the mortgage rates were... Now, what three? They were on the three, okay. Um, so in the last couple of months, they've gone up to what um, five, five and a quarter, five and three quarters. Ace. What are they now?
3: Right now, Dottie, rates are currently at five point five percent on a thirty-year fixed rate. On a right. on a jumbo rate, it's a it's a little bit lower actually, Dottie. You know, folks can get four point eight seven five, four point seven five. So, and and, and jumbo is any loan. Um, that's literally, you know, especially in New York, above a seven hundred and sixty thousand dollar loan. So,
2: okay, but I mean, because everyone, like, we're going to talk about it. There's no right answer. Everyone's just throwing a lot of stuff out there. But if 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 you if you, if borrow, borrow a borrower borrows a five hundred dollars, a five hundred thousand dollars, and at three point say one. Okay, their payments would be like, I think, $2,138 per month. The exact same right. mortgage at a 5.2 rate or whatever would be 2761 So over the 30 years, it would be like another $250,000. So That's right. I say, yes, they are high from where they were, but they're still historically low.
3: Oh, really low, Dottie? I mean, you know, you're you're talking about in a four-year sort of period. Uh, we saw rates at 16, 17 percent, right? So um, it's still uh, relatively low <laughs> then, compared to the next. Yeah, and then you act. can look
2: at your options. I mean, sometimes with a refinance now, maybe it doesn't make sense to. Maybe it makes sense to take a shorter mortgage time. I mean, there's so many different options, but you just need to keep on educating yourself. That's really
3: the key. Okay? That's the key, Dottie.
2: Right. So Right. Now Zillow predicts that home prices now there's like two schools of thought on this. They predict that home prices will climb about eleven and a half percent. Okay? And that and that if if that's correct, that marks an appreciation level that is more than double the average rate, which is about four point six. So that's still high. And they feel the reason for that is, you know, spiking mortgage rates, rising inventory. They feel that it's going to slow up a little bit, but we're still going to have a strong market. And that's my feeling. I mean, this is demand. The housing is still very strong.
3: You know, a lot of people are talking about a, a real estate market correction, and, and, and I want to reword that that Sort of um, notion, right? I don't think it's a correction; it's a normalization, meaning we've seen such a rapid um, pace in terms of um, appreciation, where now it's going to be a little bit more normal, right? I think nine to ten percent is still very, very aggressive, and um, it's it's actually really good considering that real estate. If you look at it, at, at the his- historical data, it's usually around six to seven percent increases, and nine to ten percent is still you know uh, amazingly i mean those are some really good appreciation rates and i just want folks to know that look you know whether you invest in the stock market whether you invest in crypto um i've never seen an asset class such as real estate where you can actually touch and feel it's tangible and it and it holds its value if you hold hold it, hold on to it long enough
2: see that's the key it,
3: and, 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 and that's you know
2: what, value. there's a big difference now because when we got in trouble, which was what? 2008? I don't remember.
3: 2008, 2009.
2: Yeah. Okay. That's when they were foolishly giving money to people that didn't even have the income. You know, okay. So this this time around, um, they didn't do that for banks. I mean, they didn't just let people just say, you know, oh, I made $2 million and that's it. So People
3: put more down, don't you think? Oh, d- people put more down payment in today's marketplace. Um, credit is still very, very critical um, to getting an approval. And um, you're right, Dottie. You know, banks are doing a lot more due diligence, and the default rate. You know, we were mentioning earlier before the show, we were talking about it. It's at a, it's at an all-time low at less than one percent. So, you know, loans are performing. Um, there, there's less and less sort of defaults, and there's just a lot of consumer confidence right now, and you know banks are lending responsibly, and that's why there is no bubble, right? Um, it's not like to your point, Dottie, in two thousand eight, two thousand nine, you walked into a bank, you had a pulse, and you got a mortgage. It's, it's a lot different in today's environment.
2: Yeah, and they say that the delinquency rates um, for the seven straight months are only four point eleven percent.
3: That's it. That's it. I mean, so I mean people are. In, in, in some cases, hate. it's less than 1%, Dottie. So it's, it's really, really low.
2: And don't panic because, you know, as I said, everything is relative. And you can still get great mortgages today. You just have to inquire. You just have to call, ask questions, and give someone what your goals and ambitions are. So, uh, because there really are so many different options. You'd be surprised. Now, Ace is I'm reading it, it says, okay. The old rule okay, it says if you're panicked way right over of which of interest rates going up. It says the old rule may have the best interest rate without paying points. The new rule purchase points for a lower rate. What do you think of that?
3: Say that one more time, Dottie.
2: Um... The old rule, may have the best interest rate without paying points. The new rule, port- purchase points for a lower rate.
3: Yeah, I, I mean, look, every single cycle where rates go up, you know, folks can actually opt to buy points. And you really just have to figure out how long you're, you're going to be in the property for, because buying points can be a really, really good tool for buyers to use if they feel as if they're going to be in, in their home for more than a certain number of years, right? So um, it's a it's a huge, huge sort of attractive um, way of, of keeping your mortgage rates low in today's marketplace. And a lot of people are opting to buying a point, buying a point and a half body to, to get their rates right around that 4% range where they feel a little bit more comfortable on the monthly right. payment. Um, right. But let's just say you pay one and a half points and you're paying, let's say, $7,000 as a one-time upfront cost, right? You just have to figure out what that difference, and Dottie did it in the beginning of the show, what that difference is between, let's say, getting a market rate of 5.5% today and getting a 4% rate, and what that difference is in your monthly payment. And let's just say it's a $500 difference, and and you calculate 12 months, that's about a $6,000 difference. So your break-even should be about a year and a half. And if okay. you feel that you'll be in your property for more than a year, a year and a half, you'll start saving after your break-even point. So it's really about doing the numbers, Dottie, and just making sure. I'm
2: having someone you know, that can help you <laughs> <laughs> and looking at exactly. your long-term plans because everyone's a different. Now, A's, again, says old rule. Get a pre-approval before submitting an offer. New rule ask for a mortgage commitment instead
3: yes that's critical that's important right pre-approvals are great and all but it's still not a commitment letter from the bank and in today's environment you just want to make sure hundred percent of the time that you're approved so go out you know ask for that commitment letter uh banks will give it to you in this marketplace because it is a competitive marketplace and you know they'll do a full underwrite on your file as opposed to just checking your income and, and, and credit and things of that nature. They'll actually underwrite your income, um, you know, take your credit score it into account and really give you that firm commitment that you have a mortgage uh, from from the bank, right? So,
2: Right. So then they say, okay, so we we've were saying that. Yeah, so we said that last week, get the com- commitment. Then it says targeted homes at prices you can afford. The new rule is targeted homes at prices below your top budget. Well, I don't know. I think that's you know a matter of negotiations. Um, and then, of course, it says you know you, there's really a, there is a lot there is a lot of assistance for first time buyers and things of that nature. So you should always call and find out if there are any programs. Um, um,
3: there, there is yeah. Dottie, especially especially if you're. A part of the community, they'll have what we call CRA products too, donnie Where if you're a first home time buyer, you're, you'll are you most likely get a seventy five hundred dollar credit uh, towards your closing costs, things of that nature. And you know, you just have to educate yourself on what products are out there. There's a lot of products, Dottie. How does someone do that? that I mean, you
2: know, like it seems easy to you, but I mean,
3: there's, like who do you go to? Yeah, <laughs> you Yep, I think we. Coming
2: up, Dottie, I hear the... Be- yes, yeah, so we are. We'll be right
4: back. After commercial break. I always wanted to learn Spanish, but I never thought I'd have the time. Then I discovered Babbel. Beijamo Sean. Babel's lessons are fun. They only take like 10 or 15 minutes, and in three weeks, presto, you're speaking another language like magic
5: i love that Babel's lessons aren't just robots talking they're voiced by native speakers so you get the pronunciation just
6: right
0: and they're designed by real language teachers so you learn how to have real world conversations
3: things you'll actually use
4: three weeks it's incredible after three weeks i'm on vacation in paris having a conversation in french there's all kinds
0: of ways to learn Use Babbel's podcasts or games or videos. You can
6: even join live classes with a language teacher. If you want to learn a language, there's no faster,
3: easier, better way than Babbel. Babbel.
4: Babbel. Babbel. Go to Babbel.com to try for free. That's B-A-B-B-E-L.com. Babbel.com.
0: Are you kidding me? Gas prices are up again? Somebody has to do something. Well, someone did. That's why I use Upside. Upside? What's that? It's a free app that pays you back real money for every gallon of gas or diesel you buy. I just earned 25 cents back on every gallon of this tank. Hold on, so the Upside app is free and you actually get cash back every time you use it? No strings attached? Yep, it's awesome. Check it out. It only takes a couple of minutes to sign up. Instead of just watching your dollars
6: go into your tank, start putting money back into your wallet with the free app from Upside. With the price of gas today, it's big news and big money. To cash out of your Upside cash, just transfer it to your bank account, PayPal, or a gift card. Upside users have already earned over $200 million. Now it's your turn. Download the free Upside app and start getting cash back in every gallon of gas. Use promo code SALEM for an extra 25 cents per gallon cash back in your first fill-up. That's promo code SALEM. Remember, use promo code SALEM for an extra 25 cents per gallon back in your first fill-up.
4: Individual rates, coverage offerings, and savings may vary. Subject to terms and conditions. Not available in all areas. Small businesses are the backbone of America. Yet when it comes to workers' comp insurance, you rarely get the savings you deserve. That's because insurance companies tend to lump you in with other businesses, and you can get overcharged. At Pi Insurance, we're on a mission to change that. With Pi, you get a quote specific to your business and you could save up to 30% with no hassle and no hidden fees. If you like savings, take three minutes to see how much you could save at TryPi.com. Pi makes workers' comp insurance as easy as Pi with friendly representatives just a call away. No wonder customers rate our service excellent on Trustpilot. You work hard to build your business and keep your employees safe. You deserve more from your workers' comp provider. See how much you could save with Pie Insurance. Ask your agent for Pie, or get a quote today at TryPie.com. That's T-R-Y-P-I-E.com.
0: Listen to us online at AM nine seventy TheAnswer.com. Tune in iHeart Alexa or Odyssey.com.
6: Lanny went to college and racked up huge debt. A little bit over $100,000.
0: For a degree
6: he couldn't use, now what?
3: I had a friend that went to My Computer Career and they talked to me about it.
0: He was done in just months.
6: I did do it online. They even helped him get hired immediately after graduation.
3: One of the things I love about IT is that you can work from anywhere you want.
6: You could become an IT pro in just months with zero experience at My Computer Career. It worked for me and I know it can work for you. It's not rocket
1: science. It's mycomputercareer.edu. If you're with Verizon, AT&T, or T-Mobile, join the flood of people switching to Pure Talk. The average family saves over $800 a year by switching. Get unlimited talk, text, and 6 gigs of data for just $30 a month. Or if you still want unlimited data, you can get that and still save a fortune. Go to puretalk.com, type in your address to find the coverage at your home, then enter promo code Off, and you'll save an additional 50% off your first month. That's puretalk.com, promo code Off. Continuing with Eye on Real Estate, your premier source for real estate information. Here's the host of Eye on Real Estate, the vice chair of Douglas Elliman, Dottie Herman.
2: We're back and time flies. And so Ace and I were just talking about, you know, all the different things you're reading and hearing. And there's a recession word. And then yesterday someone said, oh, we're in one. No, we're not. Um. But historically, I think we say every week, the interest rates are still low. And when you sit with a loan officer and Citizens and you give them your goals, they'll put something in place. I mean, sometimes maybe an adjustable mortgage is better. There's just so many options that the worst that can happen is you spend 10 minutes of your time and get all that knowledge. Because really, it's a great market. And the demand is still there. Okay, um, some so some people think that, that that we're gonna not have a strong market. Zillow says that we will 11% uh, uh, increase, and uh, I don't know. Somebody uh, somebody else predicted. I think it was that it was a return. It would be returning to pre-pandemic prices, and that it would stay strong, Mark Zandi, who's the chief economist, he said he doesn't agree with Zillow. He expects the market to be flat. Ace, what are you thinking?
3: Yeah, I, I think the market's going to be flat. Um, I, I think you know, we're, we're going to start seeing more supply come into the marketplace. Um, there was a mor- moratorium in terms of foreclosures, Zadi. Um, so basically they froze any proceedings, that the banks would um, pursue and things of that nature for about two to three years, um, you're, going to, you're going to start seeing a little bit more of that come into the marketplace that could, that could play, you know, somewhat of an effect on different markets, different pockets of the, um, of the country. But, you well, know, is
2: you know it, First honestly, of all, God give it. us more inventory, but, but you know, Ace, you know, every state yeah. is different, you know, so I know in exactly. California That's, you can really get someone out of a property like in a week. You could, that right. also your property takes a long time.
3: It's a very, very long time. I mean, that, that's why there's something called squatters, right? Like people have been in, right. in the homes for like five years, not paying, not paying a single dollar. So you're right, Dottie. It, it's going to take a while. Yes. Um, you
2: would be too young to remember, but when I started the business, there was a, the bank that had this program. It's called Cash for Keys. So they would actually have to pay somebody like to get out. Like, we'll give you this cash if you give this the keys to the cash house. Cash for keys. I on.
3: like that. I like that. They need to bring it back.
2: <laughs> cash for keys. Okay. I mean, and I'll never forget it because we would have to go there and give them money. And it was it was wild. But they'd rather get the cash and then they maybe won't wreck their house and they'll move out. So it was, it was funny. But we're not going to have, I don't believe, we're- because... It still takes a long time. And I think, Ace, you always tell everyone, if you're having any difficulties paying mortgage, call your lender.
3: You call your lender, you know. But but as it pertains to the market, Dottie, I've never seen such a huge commitment from folks wanting to buy, wanting to own their own properties. And, you know, there's always been that sort of taboo that millennials don't want to own, and that's just not true. They're actually making up 75% of the first home-time buyers today and a lot of the millennials, the older ones, they're actually hitting 39, 38, 40 years old. So they're, you know, they're well into their sort of um, families, you know, they're onto their second and third kid. And, you know, they're they're looking. They're, they want to have a, a home that they can share memories with, have family gatherings. And it's it's tremendous to see the second home market as well, Dottie, because of the pandemic.
2: Well, we don't want to say anything. We don't want to boast, but we were saying that we were saying second home markets,
3: especially
2: that, that are drivable. Yeah.
3: they're going to
2: be in. Even even, even be before in. the
3: pandemic, Dottie. You were talking about second homes, so you know vacation homes, and look at look look at that market. It's it's on fire. So
2: on on fire, I'm and but now as you know. I think the market, I mean, now my prediction is no better or worse than anyone's prediction. My prediction is the momentum will slow up a teeny bit because people people take a deep breath. Um, But it's still going to be a very strong market.
3: It's going to be a strong market. It's going to be a strong market. And
2: maybe a little inventory here and there will help, okay? Uh, Because really, I, I, I absolutely believe we would have a lot more sales if there was more inventory. There's just not a lot of inventory, and that's why we tell you get the pre—get get a commitment. Get a commitment so that when you, when you make a bid that you can make sure that that buyer knows that you're approved for a mortgage. Yeah. It's,
3: yeah. it's, it's going to be a lot healthier, too, Dottie, right? If, if there's more properties coming into the inventory, than folks that are looking to sell— The reason why there's not a lot of inventory is because if you've you've gotten your appreciation values uh, within the last three to five years and, and you're looking to sell, sometimes when there's no inventory, you don't know what to buy, Dottie. So then you don't put your property up for sale. But if there's more inventory in the marketplace, you'll feel a little bit more comfortable putting your property up for sale because you know there's other properties that you can buy it's, it's yeah. almost like a trickle-down effect, right? So
2: Well, you, you know what? You can't time it perfectly. So, you can't. But to me, if you can get a top dollar for your house, you know, everything is a gamble, okay? But if you get top dollar for your home now, you know, and if you can find, I mean, many places have what we call long-term rentals where, you know, you can rent for four or five months. And, and sometimes, it, you know, because you might not be able to time it perfectly, but if you can find even a rental for a year or something, until you find something at least you know you have the money (laughs) because it is a strong market. And you know what you said is true. If you're a seller, unless you're, you're retiring to a rental, you know, you're now going to become a buyer. So, you know, it's, it's, it's a tough market. It's a tough market. And, um, I can, I see it very strong still. Um, what about the city, Ace? It's—I mean, I was like, I think there's more traffic now than before.
3: Oh, there's there's tremendous traffic, Daddy. I, I was just stuck in traffic yesterday around 3 p.m. I totally forgot it was Memorial Day weekend, and, and it was literally bumper to bumper in Manhattan. Uh, people were trying to get out of the city. It's uh, it's it, it, it's back better than ever. Um, I, I truly feel like that. There's a lot of energy in Manhattan. And um, I think there's still a lot of good deals in the city. I, I know personally developers that are still giving seller concessions on closing costs where they're, you know, they're taking on the mansion tax. They're taking on the transfer tax uh, to help well, move inventory. Hey, so, tell know, our
2: listeners on. what what they should look for or ask for a mortgage. See, I don't, I'm not, you know, and this is, there's so much to know. So yeah. what are some of the things that a person should ask?
3: yeah you know with home prices being above a million there's mansion tax um anything above a million right and most sellers well most buyers will have to pay this mansion tax well most sellers in today's marketplace even though it's a robust and very competitive marketplace when you're looking to find manhattan it's not as as crazy as if you were buying somewhere in the suburbs right like westchester connecticut
4: Queens, right. Long
3: Island, those those type of marketplaces, I mean, there's bidding wars. But when you come into Manhattan, because so many affluent um, buyers have left and there's not 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 as many foreign buyers, there's still a huge, huge opportunity in Manhattan, right? And and when you're when you're a buyer, you have to ask about concessions that sellers are willing to make because it's happening every single day. So a couple of examples for our listeners that they can sort of break down quickly here is when you're looking to buy, there's something called a closing cost. And it's a one-time fee that you're pay. And it's usually pretty high in Manhattan because of all the taxes. And there's a lot of, um, you know, mansion taxes you have to pay. So one is mansion tax, write that down. You can definitely negotiate the mansion tax for the seller to pay for that. And it could go anywhere from one to two and a half to 3%. So it's a a large amount on your loan amount, right?
4: Um, Okay.
3: Second, transfer tax. Most of the time, if you're buying a new development, um, you're going the, the, the seller, the developer, is going to pass on those mortgage taxes to the buyer. Um, one of the things that you can do is ask the seller to pick up that transfer, that transfer tax of the mortgage tax, right? So that's usually around 1.95% as well. So as, you, as, you're, as, as you're adding up the percentages, it's adding up to be a lot of concessions too, right? One of the things that you right. can ask for um, in this marketplace is maybe having the um, sponsor or developer pick up common charge uh, fees, maybe a year to two years of common charges. So there's a lot of things. Right. That, now,
2: listen, that... what we're trying to say is, look, yeah, a negotiation and a successful negotiation is two people win. Okay? So you want to be able to ask for certain things, but you want to be able to bend on certain things. You know what I mean? So it's like, okay, I'll give you this, this, and this, but then I'll do this, this, and this. So that's really important. Okay? Just to, you know, uh, because a successful negotiation, two parties win. Right?
5: New York City's first and only life plan community, River's Edge, will soon be built on a 32-acre campus along the Hudson River just minutes away from Grand Central and Riverdale. River's Edge, a community for adults ages 62 and up, provides peace of mind knowing that if your health changes, your needs can be met seamlessly right where you live. You have a life plan with easy access to uninterrupted on-site care at no additional cost, no matter how your needs change. River's Edge, your plan for calm. Call 844 River. That's 844 River or visit riversedge.org.
4: Spring means new beginnings and growth. So let's get your business's seeds planted now with Salem Surround. Look, there's a lot of competition for your brand and the services you provide. But we want you to stand out. How? By making sure people find you faster and easier on the web, by helping you grow your positive online reviews by bringing you the leads your business needs to thrive. Our team of media strategists are just like you. We live here, work here, and know the communities you're trying to reach. That's because we're local and here to serve you with boots on the ground and the know-how of a nationwide digital agency. At Salem Surround, we do it all, from digital audio to streaming television, SEO to paid search, social media and websites. We're media strategists, and we're proud of what we do. There's only one thing we're missing, you. Let's grow together.
5: Visit surroundnewyork.com. Surround New York, connecting you to new customers. Reliability,
6: dependability, quality, and value. Sentiments not usually associated with an affordable four-door sedan. Meet the 2022 Mitsubishi Mirage G4. Starting from $15,465 with 35 miles per gallon city and 41 miles per gallon highway, this makes the Mirage G4 the class leader in fuel economy, but not boring. The G4 is connected for adventure with the latest technology of Apple CarPlay and Android Auto Standard. Precious cargo? Mitsubishi G4 comes standard with loads of safety features, including forward collision mitigation with pedestrian detection. And it's all backed with a 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain limited warranty to give you peace of mind. Come visit Freehold Mitsubishi today. Just a short ride from anywhere in the Metro Tri-State area. Visit FreeholdMitsubishi.com or call 732-863-2788. That's
5: 732-863-2788. In 2008, I wrote The Dumbest Generation. This is Mark Bauerlein. The millennials I wrote about have grown up now with little faith, patriotism, knowledge, art and literature, civics, without purpose and looking to fill the void. They found the answer in utopian dreams of perfect justice and universal happiness that will only disappoint them. My new book, The Dumbest Generation Grows Up, from stupefied youth to dangerous adults, lays out the wreckage and shows how to rescue the next generation. Get Mark Bauerlein's timely new book, The Dumbest Generation
0: Grows Up, wherever books are sold.
5: Aslan Marketing, LLC in Patterson, New Jersey, is looking for an IT coordinator. Must have a bachelor's degree in science or foreign equivalent, five years experience in information technologies, fluency in Turkish. Again, Aslan Marketing, LLC in Patterson, New Jersey, is looking for an IT coordinator. Must have a bachelor's degree in science or foreign equivalent, five years experience in information technologies, fluency in Turkish. Please send a resume to Aslan Marketing, HR at yahoo.com. That's Aslan Marketing, HR at yahoo.com.
1: Continuing with Eye on Real Estate, your premier source for real estate information. Here's the host of Eye on Real Estate, the vice chair of Douglas Elliman, Dottie Herman.
2: I'm back with my co-host, Ace LaNasupar, if you're listening to Eye on Real Estate. We're talking about all the different, you know, uncertainties in the market and a lot of different theories on what the market's going to do. We're going to give you our best bet. But I want to take a quick question. Um, Jack, are you on the line?
5: Or, uh, yes. Hello, Daddy. How are you, Daddy? Hi,
2: Jack. Happy Memorial Day. Let's, uh, let's, let's, let's never forget, Daddy. Daddy. Yes. Hello. Yes, let's I'm never here. forget, first of all. First of all, God rest the souls
3: of those innocent children and the others yes. and a special I place know. in hell for the perpetrator. And let's not forget, as you stated, It's honor American Memorial Day,
0: honoring American military, men and women brave of all races who died to protect America and the world, God rest their souls. But let's also never forget that 50% half of the homeless men and women in America are American veterans and they shouldn't.
2: Thank you. Okay, so. Ace, your best bet, what do you see, like, for the rest of, you, you, you know, strong demand? I, we see a, a lot of movement in uh, the Sun Belt.
3: Yeah, it's, um, you know, for the rest now of the Now, let me year, ask
2: you something, Ace. Yeah, Let's yeah. say we, somebody has a place here. They want to sell the place in the East Coast. Maybe they want to move to Florida. Can How do they work that mortgage out with you? I mean, they have
3: to sell yeah, their house first? I mean, it, it, yeah, a lot of times banks will require uh, the buyers to well, the, the buyers to sell their house, let's say, out east first, right? Or let's say they're moving from New York, they want to go to sunny Florida, which is a huge, huge tech hub now, Dottie. So I think a lot of people are, are going down there as their primary residence and really Florida, using, uh, Florida as a hub and then flying back to New York a couple times a year. So it's like the the uh, reverse now, Dottie. People are using uh, Florida, and, and they're down there more, right, especially being able to work remote, uh, things of that nature. Well, that's answer. part and then, of it. That's part I mean, of it. I mean, that's part of people it. People don't
2: want to return to the offices the way they did. That's right.
3: That's right. That's right. And they got and used to
2: working that. with Zoom yeah. and things and, and like that. that, and somehow we managed, right?
3: So And, and that's. And that's why that second home type of market is so popular now, Zadi, because it's, it's, it's here to stay, right? I, I think when you have something um, as what we went through in terms of the lockdown for just a couple of months, I think people can get back to what, what they're used to. I think when you have a lockdown for more than two, two years going to the third year, um, it changes people's behaviors. And I think now our society has realized, hey, I don't have to be in the office five days a week. I could be in the office 3 days a week and be just as an, as as effective and have a balance of life and still work from home 2 days out of the week. So you're going to see a lot more folks traveling and finding homes in places where the cost of living is a little bit cheaper but they still can maintain their their high paying earn earn wages, right? So look, there's going to be a lot of folks traveling down to Florida and um you know, it's it's one of those things where I hope, and, and, and Dottie, I was with Vernado, uh one of the biggest commercial real estate firms in Manhattan, and they were right. sharing with me their plans on what they're doing around the Penn Station area. So they bought the New York Hotel. They bought 10 buildings around Penn Station to build what they called the next tech hub of New York City to attract these sort of high-paying tech companies. And they're creating a- So smart. Total- a whole sort of lifestyle like the best of the best restaurants downstairs a tunnel that connects all 10 buildings amenities that all buildings can share and it's just they're just attracting you know employees to come back and using these type of amenities to attract them back and and hopefully it works Dottie, one of their buildings is is already 100 percent occupied and um, it's like it's like they have this massive gym that's like 24 hours, but for anyone that's an employee of of the building, they can utilize it. They can bring guests. So it's this whole experiential um, type of feel that a lot of these sort of uh, landlords are are developing for their tenants to come back. And it'll be interesting to see um, how how people react and and you know how many times they come back from work. But as it pertains to real estate. I think the latter part of this year is still going to be a very, very robust marketplace. You're going to see rates possibly continue to rise, which is not necessarily necessarily a bad thing, right? Like your savings and checking accounts now will rise with that in terms of um, your percentage. Yeah, but, Um, you know, it's
2: kind of like a little like, what is it? Was it a week ago when the market went to like overnight? And, you know, it's kind of like an (laughs) empty time. And, like, you know, people don't realize, but a lot of people's 401Ks are all invested in that kind of stuff. And if you have to retire at the wrong time, that could really affect you. So I think it can affect you, yeah. I mean, so I think it's a kind of a, you know, I think it's kind of a time where, you know, you just got to, you know, hope that you do the right thing. And then you have to decide how much you're willing to risk. You know, it's a little bit of a gamble, but if you do nothing, that's right. That doesn't make anything either. So, um, that's it. But the market predictions are, are good, a are, are strong really across the country. I mean, I don't, I don't see now. Of course, as the papers will say recession, 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 or the R word. And let's face it, I was at, I was at friends' last night, and everyone was like saying, "Oh, do you know?" Eggs cost whatever I used to know. I, the you know everything's up. Obviously the gas is way up. Um, but do you think it's like a temporary thing? The next six months. What do you what do you think? Long? Do you think how long do you think this is gonna go on?
3: I think it's temporary, uh, Dottie. I think there's other factors. The Ukraine war, that's really limiting our supplies. They were one of the biggest um, sort of um, mineral goods, things of that nature. Rice, grains. You know, all the supply chains that we used to have, it's its that actually um, gotten up because of the blockage. And look, Dottie, I, you know, I, I filled up gas um, last week and it, it, I, I've never seen it before. I took a picture. It was over a hundred dollars. Right. So um, but look, I, I think it's temporary. Um, inflation will come down. Right. It's currently at eight percent. It'll slowly come down to. And and the Fed target is two percent. So once once it comes down to around two percent, you'll see a lot of these cost of goods come down with it. And 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 look, you know, all things come and go. And I think uh, you know, Dottie, you said it best. Things will pass. It's how you handle it today, and that's why it's so important for everyone to reassess their financial um, sort of situation. And really, if you can, you know, take advantage of these type of markets, right, where there is a lot of Uh, volatility, there's a lot of opportunity. So yeah, there's always opportunity. You know what? I think many
2: years ago, I think Trump wrote a book. This is before he was the president or anything like that. And he he asked me to do a chapter of advice. And I just said, in any market, there's always an opportunity. It's just that in different markets, you deploy different tactics or different opportunities.
3: That's right, that's
2: Donnie. Yep. Yeah. So I think that that's, that's what I think. I mean, in different markets, you, know, you really have to be on the market. You have to have a great broker, and you also have to kind of, you know, you can get all the information yourself because in any market, there's always opportunities, but it's work. You know what I'm mean? saying? It's work. You have to see everything. You have to get a good feel and, and and get a good broker. But I think there's opportunities in any market. And uh, look, there were opportunities when the interest rate was 15. percent So uh, it, it's fun. But listen, this weekend really, hopefully the next two days will be better weather. But I think everyone and I have to say this. I I was out and I, I have this and I was like. So happy I said, Oh, it feels like the start of summer. Even like in a way it's so nice that we have seasons. Maybe we would get bored if we had summer all year. So it's kind of like the beginning of a the summer season which goes quick and people are usually with their families, put the flags are all out and um I just think it's a really nice time. Really so what are you doing, Ace?
3: I will be out out east joining you probably Dottie. I know you're in the Hamptons today. Uh tomorrow we might be doing the same and uh hopefully just, you know, gather with family and friends, get together, enjoy the this nice, beautiful weather and barbecue a little bit. And I can't believe it's already the end of May, Dottie. I mean time flies, I know. you know, even uh I know. even with all, so all of these things going on. But it's uh it's it's gonna be a beautiful weekend. I think uh folks are already sort of escaped uh, the city. Um, oh. I'm here now. Oh, yes, and, they um, are.
2: They are. They're small, like just... So.
3: Yeah.
2: They are. So, you know, really, Ace, I want you to have a wonderful weekend, and maybe I'll see you out in the Hamptons. And uh, really, also just remember what Memorial Day is really about. We're going to be right back. Exactly. After the... Uh, oh so Ace before I uh, part off you so say you're going to meet with family and friends so I I mean I, I think there was a million parties this weekend um, yeah. so I'll give a take and then my family will come and then I, I think I have a couple of house guests but there's a certain energy don't you think when it even though the, <laughs> I think it's pretty cloudy out here now, right now but there's a certain energy that it's kind of like hey, school's
3: over, it's the start of summer. That's right. That's right, Dottie. I, I mean, look, you know, I, I think um, Memorial Day is always the start of the summer. It, it's when you really kick off summer. So it's a, it's, it's an exciting time, obviously. Um, you know, hopefully folks can really um, hit the reset button, uh, really just enjoy it with family and friends, because you can't take these times back, right, Dottie? And, and it's always a great time for people to get Yeah,
2: and, and really, you know, we have to be really thankful. You know, I, I always tell people, and I read this in one of these books when I first started this business, and it said when you wake up in the morning, you can look at all the bad things or you can look at all the good things in your life. And if you focus on positive things, and I'm not saying I'm Pollyanna, we all have our days, but if you tend to look at the good things in your life, you know, and the things that you're blessed with, I think it makes this a a much better experience because I do think the world has become a little bit divided, and I think we're just so lucky that we're in a country where we can have a difference of opinion. So I'm looking forward to seeing my family and my friends.
3: Yeah, Dottie, what what are you doing out out east this weekend? You're just um, gathering with uh, family and friends. Well, I had
2: a white party last night. I had a a a white party party Okay. Yeah, you know, I and you know, people now wrote, you know, please take the COVID test a day before but people are really look you know, I think people are so sick of, you know, just they're just happy to be with people. You know what I'm saying? Just happy to That's right. have a little freedom. Right. I mean, we really were in a lockdown for a while.
3: I mean, you know, two and a half years going into, into three years now, Dottie, I think people are... You know, Asa,
2: I posted, how, did, how did, the COVID, did the COVID change you? Or did, you know, and I think it changed everyone in a way, obviously differently, but I think in a way it changed everybody.
3: I think, I think the one message that I want our listeners to sort of just think about is mental health is a real, real issue. Um, here in the United States. And, and I just think because of the pandemic, uh, there's been a lot more of that. So if you have a friend, if you have a family member, you know, pick up the phone and call, check in on them. You know, this is the probably the one of the I agree. I
2: done. agree.
3: If you're fortunate I... enough to be with family and friends, that's amazing. But just remember, there's a lot of people out there that are not right So just, you know, be that sort of um, supporting uh you know, person and, and and supporting cast, and just give them a call, check in on them. You know, I can't emphasize it enough. There's just so much. I going say the on same thing.
2: World. I really do. You know, you know a lot really of people are alone, and it Yeah, they're It alone. makes them feel good. And always That's remember right. people. You know, remember people. Even, and I always tell my daughter, listen, you can uh, just now text me, okay? Thinking of you, whether you are or you're not. <laughs> and, you don't even have to make the call. So, no, it's just nice. And, you know, as I said, you know most, you know, that so many people when my mom died were there, you know, neighbors and yeah. and, and teachers. And I never forgot them because they didn't do it for recognition. They didn't do it because they wanted their name in the paper. They did it because they were just good people. And so and, and Daddy, people, Yeah. people say, and I know you do the same thing oh, how can I pay you back? And I say, well, the circle goes around. So just do something good for somebody else, and that's how the circle goes around.
3: That's right. And, Dottie, for our listeners, we're here for you, right? We're, a, we're one big family, and we've been around for over a decade now. So if you need someone to call, you know, a sh- shoulder to lean on, please call us, Call us, and uh, we're, we're always here for you every single Saturday too. So just know that we're here. Um, we're here to listen if you guys want to call Fall, you know, and and it's it's one of those things where we just have to be there for one another. I, I think that's the reason why I love doing this show with you, Dottie. Um, Me too. Like we have this, this huge community now, you know, so it's great. We
2: do, we do. Listen, Ace, wish your family and your friends a happy, uh, healthy, too, fine too. Memorial All weekend, right. and we'll talk. We'll be with you next week.
3: All right, take care. Bye, everyone.